You're listening to the Rise and Love podcast, where we believe that you get to have love and success in all areas of your life. Your host, Crystal Iram, will help you understand yourself, your relationships, and what's keeping you from having the love, relationship, and life you really want. Week after week, you'll have your mind blown as you learn from experts and listen in on honest conversations to experience mindset shifts and get practical instruction on how to use your mind to support you in getting everything you desire. We'll get to the heart of the matter when it comes to designing and elevating all aspects of love and life. Here's your host, educator, relationship coach, and lawyer, Crystal Iram. I am so excited for today's episode. And before I get into that, I want to start by sharing that I have some spots available for one-on-one coaching. After you listen to the episode, you're going to just want to grab one of those spots, I know, but I did want to make sure that you knew. So the way that you can potentially work with me one-on-one is by filling out an application. I only work with a small number of people at a time. It's a really high-level way to serve women who are committed to calling and love. So if you are ready to massively up-level your love life, if you're ready for just a transformation to really call in your person and create that beautiful relationship, then go ahead and apply to work with me one-on-one. I will be sure to link it in the show notes. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. I'm really excited. This is such a a juicy topic that I have for you today. I am answering a question that showed up in my private Facebook group. The group is called Magnetizing Love. If you're not in it yet, you're definitely going to want to join. I will make sure that it is linked for you in the show notes. So here's the question that I got. So this is from a lovely woman and she says, here's my story. I met a guy on Match in November 2017. We clicked instantly, but a few months in, he just went ghost. He then reappeared in August 2018 and told me he left because he and his ex decided to work things out, but in the end found out they outgrew each other. I was skeptical about giving him another chance, but he was quite persistent and very romantic, so I told myself just proceed with caution. Now, here we are a few months into dating and there's definitely a difference. He's let me in more. I let him know I want more of a commitment. He expressed that he isn't ready for that. He feels he needs to kind of get back on his feet after the breakup. For example, he's now renting a room and wants to get an apartment. My question is, do I continue to date him? And if yes, how long do I wait for him to quote unquote, get himself together? Or do I just walk away? I love this question. This is such a good question because it has a couple of awesome things that we can address and things that you know, we can really sort of sort through. The first thing that I want to sort of mention is this whole thing about ghosting, you know, because a couple of the women in my group were responding and they're saying, if he ghosted on you, he's a bad communicator. So don't even consider getting back together with him. That's not true. Someone ghosting does not mean that they are per se a bad communicator. In that situation, they did not use good communication skills, but that doesn't mean they're a bad communicator. Someone can be an excellent communicator and still have ghosted someone else in the past. My husband communicates exceedingly well with me. He's very open, very willing to express and expand the way that he communicates, and he definitely ghosted women in the past. It does not mean someone is a bad communicator. It means that in this situation, It did not feel like a good use of his energy 
to explain to you what was going on with him before he decided to do it. This is something to understand about men. They care about their resources and their energy, their time. Those are resources just as much as money or, you know, any other physical thing would be a resource. And they like to be judicious with their resources. Men do not like to willy-nilly give out their time or their energy or their money. They're judicious with it. They make conscious decisions. Does this feel like a good use of my resources? So in November 2017 or whenever it is that he disappeared, he looked at the situation and said, I'm trying to get back together with my ex. That is going to take up a lot of my energy. It is not worth my energy and my resources to explain to this other woman why I no longer want to continue seeing her. You know that there was enough interest that he remembered, you know, that he was interested in resuming the relationship when things didn't work out with his ex. But here is what you get to know about this situation. His ex took precedence over you and your feelings. So whatever was going on before when you were dating initially, he did not feel enough of a connection, enough of a tie to you that he felt he needed to be responsible for your feelings when he tried to get back together with his ex. So right away, he's showing you where you fit in, in terms of his priorities and what he saw for himself. And this is not putting you down at all. This means nothing about you. This doesn't mean that you weren't good enough, that you did something wrong, that you're not as attractive, anything. He had history with this other woman and it felt like to him a good use of his time and energy to see if that could work. Now, I don't have any other information about this other relationship. So I have no way of knowing if he got back together with her and they dated for a month or if they dated for eight months. So I'm a little unclear about what went on in that time in between, but ultimately it doesn't really have to matter that much because right there, he's sort of telling you where you fell in line, which was behind his ex. So now he's explored this relationship. doesn't look like it's going to work out. So he circles back around. Now, you know, on the one hand, it's like you made enough of an impression that he did want to circle back around that when things didn't work out with this other woman, he's like, oh, I wonder what is up with you. Let's see what's happening. But the fact that you're now dating again and he's still not interested in making you a priority in terms of actually making a commitment, that's just information that you get to have and get to use. Because I feel like that's a pretty clear thing someone is telling you. I like you. I like spending time with you. I thought about you while I was with my ex enough that I'm reaching out. But no, I'm not interested in moving that relationship to another level. And here's the thing. You know that this is a man who is capable of that, who is able to sort of cut out other women because he did it to you. When he was interested in exploring a relationship with his ex, he cut off contact with you. So you know that that is something he is willing to do when he feels compelled when he is really committed to moving something forward, he'll commit. So this isn't the sort of thing where you can say he's afraid of commitment. He is making a choice right now that there are other things that are more important. Now, I have to get real, real for a moment. And this isn't going to feel good. But it doesn't have to be a big deal if you don't make it mean something about yourself that it doesn't. But basically, you are holding a space 
You are holding a space in his life until someone who really galvanizes him, someone he's really interested in, really attracted to, really wants to be with, comes along. You're, you're holding place for someone else. You're holding space. You're a placeholder. And someone will come along and she'll really change things for him. And he's going to want to be with her. And again, this is nothing... Like, this is nothing about you. This doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you. It doesn't mean you've done anything wrong. For whatever reason, that's where you stand for him. You know, another way that I've explained this before that I sort of talk about this at times is, you know, you're a commoner. And commoner is more of an energy than a, a status. It's, you know, he's seeing you as being enough like other women, that there are enough other women like you in his mind that he doesn't feel like he needs to do what he can to hold on to you. When you meet a man who sees you as his duchess, and duchess is just another word for like, it's a queen energy. It's an energy where he feels like you're irreplaceable, that there isn't someone else who's going to take your place. I did a whole program going really deep into the energetics of commoner versus duchess, so I won't break it all down right now. But When a man meets someone where that's how he views a woman, that's his duchess, he is not interested in risking losing her. So when you ask, do I wait for him to get himself together? Uh, My answer is I wouldn't wait long. I wouldn't wait long at all because in my opinion, what's most likely going to happen is he's going to get himself together and he is going to look for someone he wants to be really committed to, someone he really wants to be with, someone who he sort of see, sees himself stepping up for. You know, I've spoken about this before, but it's like when a man really wants to be with someone, he is going to do what he can to get ready for her. They don't want to risk losing someone that doesn't feel replaceable. So as much as he can feel like I'm not really ready, if he met a woman who was a duchess in his mind... He does not want to risk losing her. He's not going to say, I need to get myself together. I'll circle back around when I feel like it. So he's done that twice now with you because he ghosted initially when he wanted to pursue things with his ex. And now he's sort of saying, I'm not going to ghost you, but I'm also not going to really step up. You have to decide what are you willing to stand for? What feels good to you? What kind of relationship do you really desire? What do you actually want? There's no right or wrong. If you decide that this is okay, I enjoy him enough that I'm fine with the relationship not changing form, then fine. Be okay with it. Keep dating him. Enjoy yourself. Have a really good time. But go into the situation with your eyes open. You're not not a victim of this situation. You don't have to be a victim of this situation. You can really be totally at cause in your life. So you can look at the situation. You can take the information and give it meaning that serves you. And this is really the important part. You get to gather the information. This is the reason that we date so that we can gather the information that we need to determine if we want to have a long-term commitment with someone. So there's no inherent meaning about this. He is not doing anything wrong. You're not doing anything wrong. There's nothing right or wrong about the situation. It just is. But now you get to give it the meaning that is most empowering and serves you. So if you are saying to yourself, I really want a boyfriend, but I'm not looking for a super serious committed relationship. I have a lot of other interests. I have a lot of other things going on in my life. To me, it is not that important that we 
have any sort of higher level of commitment, then say that and own it. You know, this is such a feminine thing to be able to own your desires, to say, this is what I actually want. If that's not the case, if you want something a little different, if you say, I really want a committed, loving, long-term relationship that is likely to move towards marriage, then you have to sort of consider the things that he is showing you, the way that he is showing up for you, is that what you desire in your partnership? Is that how you want your partnership to look and feel? No one else can tell you what you want. You have to know, is this what I want or is this not what I want? Am I settling for something because he's already here? And that's really what you have to look at. Am I settling because he's already present and I'm taking this behavior that really doesn't feel that great for me and isn't what I want or not? And, you know, here's the thing is that there are so many possibilities available. We are never, we're never stuck you can have whatever you want. Like you can change things. And and the reason I'm saying this is because a lot of women will be in situations like this. And then they put a lot of effort trying to change this person, trying to change this man into something else, trying to force this relationship to be something other than what it is, other than what it's meant to be. So you have to really decide what is actually here. Am I looking at this with my eyes wide open, you know, hand on my heart, knowing what's going on? If it's really far from what you want, rather than trying to get it to be what you want, you know, which of course there is a time and place for it, but it's not going to be in a situation like this where you've only been dating for someone for a couple of months after he disappeared for, you know, close to a year. Rather than trying to get him to be what you want, you get to know what you want, know that you get to have it and call in a relationship with someone else, something that's more aligned, something where he wants the same things that you do rather than trying to get someone else to be what you want. You know, and another thing about a situation like this is that it can be really painful for a lot of women because they get in situations like this and they wait. They say, I I believe in him. I see all this potential. And they're not wrong about the potential of the man. What they're wrong about is that he is going to ever change in his behavior or feelings towards her. What often happens in these situations is that he does eventually step into his potential and he moves on to someone else. And the woman who's been with him, this woman who's been standing by his side, she's like, well, I made him into this. I was with him all that time when he was getting himself together. And now he's moving on. But it's like, of course, that's what he's going to do. You were with him when he wasn't his best self. He now wants someone who he feels like is on that higher level. So your job is to step into that highest version of you and call in someone who is at that level for you. This isn't about superiority of one person over another. It's about really knowing your value, knowing what you desire, being willing to claim your desire, and knowing and believing that you can have the relationship that you want. So I would not wait very long at all for him to get himself together. I would just say very clearly and lovingly what you want. And if he's saying, I want something different, that's not what I want right now, you don't have to hold any judgment towards him. Just release him, forgive him, and move on. I'll run it upward. There's someone else for you. There's someone else who's going to be ready for the kind of relationship that you want. So there are my thoughts on that. I hope that this served you. I know it's probably not always the easiest thing to hear, obviously, for the person who asked the original question and also for anyone who has sort of a similar situation that they're in. But the more you build yourself up, 
the less painful any of this is. Because yeah, it doesn't feel great to hear, but if you were really certain about yourself, if you could feel really certain in your own lovability, in your own worthiness, in your own ability to attract the kind of love and relationship you most desire, it would hurt less. And so that's a big part of your work is building up yourself, building up your belief in yourself and your worthiness and your lovability and your knowing that you can have the relationship that you want. And then just raising your standards all around so you can call in someone who's happy to meet them. So there's my thoughts on that for today. I really hope this served you well. And I will look forward to talking to you again so soon. I am so grateful for all of my listeners. I love creating this content. I love this podcast. And there's nothing I want more than for more women to have happy, healthy, loving relationships with the man of their dreams. Now, I have a small favor to ask. If you have been listening and enjoying the podcast, please leave me a rating and review on iTunes. It helps so much. It is the only way that we are going to get this content into the hands and ears of the women that really want it and need it. So if you have been listening for a while and you're absolutely loving the podcast, leave us a rating and review. It means absolutely everything to us. Thanks so much and thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Check out the show notes and be sure to tune in next time to the Rise and Love podcast. 